welcome to Revolution Lifestyle, where we learn practical ways to apply personal development and upgrade our everyday lives. Whether you're navigating a transition, reaching for your dream life, or learning to make you priority number one, I got you. Get ready to live your life on purpose, one episode at a time. Let's go. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. This week, we're going to talk about whether or not you are a people pleaser. Now, I didn't realize that I was a people pleaser. In fact, I would have argued that I was very confident, bold even. I don't fawn over people or seem overly compassionate outwardly. In fact, people assume I'm confident and autonomous. I probably learned this behavior to actually compensate for my low self-esteem or my people-pleasing behavior. People-pleasing detracts from our happiness because we spend so much time worrying about everyone else. I wish I'd been aware of my people-pleasing tendencies much sooner. I would have saved myself so much suffering. So what we're gonna do is talk about the nine common traits of people-pleasers. And the first one is feeling responsible for how other people feel. People-pleasers are really in tune with how others feel. They can be really empathetic. This is a blessing and a curse. For example, I worry about my mom feeling lonely, and sometimes I feel bad about myself because I feel like I don't do enough to help her have a full social life. I have to remind myself that it's not my responsibility to be her social life, to be her everything. I am not responsible for how she feels. We're never responsible for how others feel. They create the way they feel with their thinking and their feelings fuel their actions. If my mother thinks she's tired of being lonely and decides to do something about it, she'll take actions that grow her social circle. Also, just because I think she must be lonely doesn't make it true. Maybe she's perfectly happy with her current social life. So that's the first trait. The second common trait that people do who tend to be people pleasers um, is to apologize often. You know who you are. Are you one of those people constantly saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry? Now, this is not something that I actually do too often. I may actually do it a little bit and maybe I'm not even aware of it, but I do remember in the past someone kind of calling me out about it and um I think that I actually, you know, I tempered that. I, I stopped doing it. I, pr- I practiced the habit of not apologizing. Um, but I do know people who do this, and likely they are people pleasers. So that's the second thing, apologizing often. The third thing is, do you often believe others are blaming you? And I sometimes assume people are thinking it's my fault when things go wrong. I automatically feel defensive and try to defend myself. Now again, just because I think something doesn't mean my thoughts are true. And this is really a a big one for me. I tend to jump to this conclusion that if I'm in a small group of people and one thing becomes a problem, I sometimes immediately feel like maybe people think it's me or maybe people think it's my fault. Um, So anyway, that's the third thing. The fourth thing is you resent having to do things. So you agree to do things, even offer or volunteer, then you resent the task that you have to do. Are you doing things just to please others? Things you don't really wanna do. 
Practice restraint in offering your services. And remember, you don't have to do anything. The next one is, do you have a hard time saying no? People pleasers want to be liked, helpful, and useful. We want to belong to the group or the tribe. It's in our wiring, but nowadays it's not necessary or even healthy. Um, You're in charge of how you spend your time. So practice saying no to people. Seriously, make a point to practice telling someone no. The next thing that may be something you do that makes you a people pleaser is you want everyone to like you. You can't stand when someone doesn't like you or is mad at you. This is another big one for me. I really hate it when I'm not liked. I, I really hate it. I love the saying, I'm a, I'm a peach and not everyone likes peaches. It really helps me put this into perspective. I don't like everyone. Of course, everyone's not going to like me. I mean, I don't think there's a person out there that just loves every single person. The next one is you go along with the group or agree with people when you really don't. Now, this is another one that I don't necessarily do. I don't feel like this one really applies to me. I think, again, maybe just with practice over time, I've maybe um, grown out of this one or I've trained myself out of this one. So, for example, you decide ahead of time that you won't be drinking or maybe you're not going to eat sugar or dessert. But then when the group does, and maybe someone even calls you out about your abstinence, you cave and then you do what the group does. Some people take this to the point of agreeing with people when they absolutely don't agree. And this is where I am definitely not, I am not that person. I may not agree. I may not actually totally speak out or say something, but I'm certainly not going to agree with something that I, that I don't agree with. But this is something that people who are people pleasers do sometimes do. The next thing is, do you need validation or do you spend a lot of time and energy wondering and worrying about what other people think? Do you thrive on compliments? Maybe you don't trust your own choices unless people agree with you or validate that you're doing it right. I hate to admit it, but this is a big one for me. I definitely struggle with the need for validation. If I decide to do something one way but hear about someone doing it differently, I immediately second guess my own decision. I also have the false belief that I know what people are thinking most of the time. Of course, I generally think they're thinking a critical thought or critical thoughts about me because that's just how my mind works. I'm critical. So I have to remind myself that I cannot read minds and certainly most of the time I'm totally wrong, especially when I think they're thinking about me. People spend most of their time thinking about themselves, not what others are doing. Another big one that people pleasers do is they avoid conflict. Now, avoiding conflict can be good, obviously. You know, not all battles are worth your time, but does avoiding conflict for you mean staying in a toxic relationship or a career that just no longer serves you or that you've way outgrown? Recognize what conflicts you are avoiding and whether or not they're in your best interest to address. So those are the the nine, I would say, things that are common traits of people pleasers. So it can be kind of tricky. I am learning so much more about myself and have become more self-aware. I realize much of the suffering that I experience in my life has stemmed from low self-esteem. It took a while for me to recognize and admit that. I always believed that I was strong and that people with low self-esteem were doormats. They were weak. 
I was ashamed to admit that I have low self-esteem. But, but, you know, denying it just feeds the feeling of being unworthy, not as good as or less than. When we shine a light on the dark places in our lives, they get brighter immediately. Just being aware of my low self-esteem and my people-pleasing tendencies helps to chip away at them. I find myself questioning, am I doing this because I really want to? Is this the real me? What do I really want? I'm beginning to explore my childhood and I'm considering things that have impacted and shaped who I am today. Many of these things seem small and insignificant and I immediately want to think, I shouldn't let it bother me. I should get over it. I should toughen up. But all these things have affected me. I'm reflecting on these remembered moments that shaped me and I imagine that little girl, that young woman, I'd never tell her to toughen up. Instead, I'd have her back. So I hope that you guys found this interesting. Like I said, um, it is definitely something that I'm currently working on for myself. Uh, I am newly, somewhat newly aware of the fact that I do tend to be a people pleaser and that it holds me back in a lot of ways. It really sucks a lot of my time and my energy and my mental vitality. And um, looking into it is really helpful. It really, you know, there's so many things that are actionable that you can really train your brain to behave differently, to think differently. Um, and it's super helpful. So uh, again, I thought I would share it with you. Um, and it was tough for me to share this. Like I said, I was ashamed to admit that I had low self-esteem. It seems like such a stigma. Like, um, again, like I had mentioned, you know, a weakness. So, you know, if you're suffering from something, you know, don't be ashamed because sometimes when we can share it, it normalizes it and we recognize that, you know, we can, um, that we're in this together. You know, no, no one is perfect. No one had a perfect childhood as much as we would like to think they did, um, unless maybe you're my husband. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but anyway, yeah, so let's share, you know, and work together and let's try to kibosh, you know, the stigma of some of these, um, these things. Just because we have maybe a mental health issue doesn't make us crazy, doesn't make us, you know, less than. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, next week, we're actually going to talk a little deeper about this topic. We're going to dig in to um, how to have your own back. So basically, what are you going to do now? Like, how are you going to... Um, bring this up. You know, how are you going to grow from, from here? So if you were interested in this topic, make sure you guys tune in for next week. And if you like this episode, please do share it with your friends or go out to iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and give me a rate and review. I'd really appreciate it. You guys have a good one. Talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, wait up. If you like this podcast and you're ready to take this work just a little bit deeper, go to my website, lifewithshanna.com, and in the top right corner, click the Book Now button. This Book Now button will take you to a scheduling page, and you can schedule yourself a free call with me. That's right, a free call. All you've got to do is go to lifewithshanna.com and click Book Now. All right, that's it for real. Talk to you later. Bye.